Hello, welcome to another episode of Cashing In on the UFC with your boy here, Trey Kolbeck, episode 6. Thank you to everyone who's listened uh, to previous episodes, and uh, let's keep it going. Uh, had a decent week last weekend. Uh, before we get into that, uh, you know, I want to thank everyone that listens to all my stuff. Thank you if you're coming in from the horse racing or football side, or you're just a new fan coming for UFC. So yeah, follow me at, at Trey Harness Link on X for more. Harness News Update, my horse racing show comes up Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays usually. CF Countdown with me and my boys, Talk CFL, comes out weekly usually. What do we do that, Tuesdays or Wednesdays, something like that. And, of course, uh, catching on USC. I try to have it out by Thursdays, but this week's Friday because I've had like two or three straight weeks of nothing but recording, and I needed a day off yesterday from talking. Uh, but, yeah, we'll get into what happened last weekend at USC Fight Night at the Apex. Um... Yeah, Pfeiffer and Hermanson, and I didn't think that was going to go down the way it did, but hey, it was very interesting. Uh, but let's quickly look at what's coming up next weekend in Mexico City, UFC Fight Night Marino Royval. I'm really looking forward to that one. I'm going to try to my best to get uh, this one's interesting. I really like it. Uh, very good card. Yair Rodriguez, Brian Ortega is the co-main. Raul Rosa Jr. takes on uh, Ricky Torriso. You know, very, very good card um, for a fight night and a fight night in an actual city. After that, they go back to the Apex. Uh, heavyweight main battle there, which we'll talk about more in a couple weeks' time. That's, again, March 2nd at the Apex. And the week after that, March 9th, O'Malley and Vera 2. Very, very big fight there. Uh, Dustin Poirier and St. Denis on the co-main. Kevin Holland, Michael Page. Really, really, I think that one's going to be good yet. Uh, we're treated to some really good pay-per-views here leading up to 300. And then a couple good fight nights. March 16th, tu uh, Tuavesa versus Tibura, another heavyweight fight night. After that, we're going to have some uh, women's flyweight, Amanda Ribas and Rose Namajunas in the main event. Yeah, a couple more UFC fight nights before we get to UFC 300. Scheduled April 13th, T-Mobile Arena, the main event. Supposedly, it's supposed to be out announced Saturday night after 298, but I'll believe it when I see it. Very, uh, very good card lined up so far. But yeah, let's get into what happened last weekend at UFC fight night. Hermansonson versus Pfeiffer. Um... Prelims, I did okay on the prelims. The first fight was a no contest. Uh, very, yeah, I, I don't want to get too much into that part of it, but very interesting. I did have Daniel Marcos, who I believe was winning that fight until that point, goes to a no contest, so that's a push. Uh, next fight, Haider Amil gets a knockout in the second round over Fernie Garcia. That's a win in my book. I uh, just really liked how that was going. Again, Heider Emil just totally was out striking his opponent there. Just kept, kept having the significant strikes. Uh, the next fight, another win. I took uh, Bogdan Guskov over Zach Huaga. That was another knockout in the first round. And this is where I suffered my first loss. It was split decision. So my one loss in the prelims comes to a split decision. I think I'm doing okay. I took Jeremiah Wells. He lost to Max Griffin. 
Uh, two judges had it 29-28 for Griffin. One did have it 29-28 for Wells. I could have scored this either way. I was leaning to more towards Wells, but that could have just been my bias because uh, I had I bet on him. But, you know, it was a very good fight either way. So that puts me at 2-1 to one at this point. Uh, we'll keep going on. Next fight, Devin Clark and light heavyweight takes on Martin Prashino. I took Prashino. That was a unanimous decision, 30-27. Makes me at 3-1. and one. On to women's straw weight, Luma Lukbunmi and Bruna Brazil. I took Lukbunmi, and she gets the win, 29-28 across the board. Puts me at 4-1. and one. Another split decision in the lightweight battle between Oki and Kuamba. I took Oki, so I get the win there. We're 5-1 and one at this point, if you follow me. And then Carlos Preitz versus Trevin Giles. Yeah, uh, Preitz wins, and that puts me at 6-1 and one with the one no contest. Uh, during the prelims, which actually puts me above 500 for 2024 prelims. I'm 14 and 13 uh, at this point. I was not doing too good at the prelims. I was more of main card hunting uh, going into this one. Uh, the main card went three and three. Uh, it was a really interesting day. We start off with the middleweight Vieira versus uh, Petrosan. I took. Vieira, and we get the win there. He, he gets the submission win in the first round. like how that goes. Uh, the next fight, a lightweight battle, goes the distance between Michael Johnson and Darius Flowers. I had Flowers winning. Uh, I bet on Flowers. I He didn't win this fight to me. All judges saw it. 30-27. This one wasn't close. So it puts me 1-1 one one on the main card. Next, we had Brad Tavares versus Gregory Rodriguez. I took Rodriguez, and he gets the knockout win in the third round. Next fight here, I was a little I was a little iffy on this one, but Eeyore Pateria versus Robert Brzezak. I took Eeyore. He gets the unanimous decision win. Two judges had it 30-27. One had it 29-28. So at this point, I'm 3-1. and one. I think I'm doing good, but then I go 0-2 on the co-main and the main event. Uh, I thought Andre Philly had a better shot against Dana Ige, but Ige got the job done there in the first round, wins it there. And then the main event, yeah, Joe Pfeiffer. I thought, you know, surprise this one went the distance. But um, he's a finishing machine, but Jack Hemanson just had enough. So 3-3 three and three on the main card there, which puts my main card record 13-8 and eight this year. And my overall record 27-21. and 21. So we're making money. We're making money on, we're just making money in the prelims. We're definitely making money on the main card. And, uh, yeah, just making my math is right there. Yeah, we're good. And 27, 21. So we're definitely making money overall. Uh, this week in Anaheim for 298, uh, early prelims start 530 Central, 630 Eastern. With the prelims starting 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 10 o'clock Eastern main card time on pay-per-view. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, let's go to the early prelims here. Women's flyweight Andre Lee at 13 and 8 takes on Miranda Maverick 14 and 5. Miranda Maverick, according to Bet99, that's where I get my betting odds from, is the minus 180 favorite over Lee at plus 155. Maverick, 26 years old, going up against the you know sizable veteran at 35 years old. Uh, Lee also has a three-inch height advantage and a four-inch reach advantage. But if we go to Miranda Maverick, the favorite, she's 1-0 by KO, 8-0 by submission. She's actually 3-1 in her last four fights. 
Two of those have been winning by decisions, and then she's one and one by decision. Sorry, submission. She's two and zero oh in her last three fights, and then yeah, decisions there. She's not been too bad in the UFC. One, two, three, four, five and three in the UFC. She's definitely climbing her way up. On the other side, we have Lee. Like I said, has a height and reach advantage. Uh, she's three and zero oh by KO. 5-1 and one by submission. However, a three-fight losing streak coming into this one. She's actually 2-6 and six in her last eight after winning three straight to start her UFC career. Uh, she's about 5-6 and six in the UFC. So, yeah, she definitely needs a turnaround here. Uh, but that's why I'm going to take the favorite and the younger fighter, Miranda Maverick, to win this one. one minus 180 again over the underdog plus 155, Lee. Next fight, welterweight on the early prelims. Oban Elliott from Wales takes on the Jamaican Val Woodburn. Elliott 9-2. Woodburn 7-1. The favorite, Elliott at minus 320. While Woodburn is the underdog at plus 250. Uh, Elliott's got a 4-inch height advantage. But actually, the reach advantage goes to Woodburn. Uh, let's look at the underdog, Val Woodburn. He's 5-1 from KO, never, gotten a, never been submitted, but never won by submission in his career. This is his second UFC fight. His debut was against Bo Nickel, UFC 290, Balinovsky versus Rodriguez. He lost in first-round KO. Uh, before that was at uh, Combat, Combat Night Pro, won the belt uh, for whatever that's worth. But, yeah, that was his first career loss uh, against Bo Nickel. Before that, he was undefeated. Uh, Seems like just, you know, the UFC talent shocked him, maybe. Uh, but on the other side, Oban Elliott, he's coming in a majority decision in uh, Dana White's Contender Series. He's 2-2 two two by KO, but 3-0 and oh by submission. He's won five in a row heading into this one. Uh, give me the Welshman, Elliott, minus 320 in this one. On to the last fight in the early prelims. Josh Quinlan takes on Danny Barlow in the welterweight. Barlow is a minus 200 favorite over Quinlan at plus 165. Uh, Barlow, two-inch height advantage and about a seven-inch reach advantage, according to these numbers I got in front of me. Let's look at Danny Barlow, the undefeated fighter. He's got four wins by KO, one by submission. He won in uh, Dana White's Contender Series. First-round knockout. Yet to lose, like to see that. On the other side, Quinlan six and one in his career. I uh, actually had a no contest. Uh, he won in Dana White's Contender Series, but I believe the no contest was a positive test. Uh, since then, he's one and one in the UFC. He has a KO win and unanimous decision loss. But in this one, give me at minus two hundred, Danny Barlow's taking all three favorites in the early prelims. Move on to the prelims. Uh, well, I'll count this as the prelims for my stats, but that's fine. This prelims on the card. Light heavyweight, Zhang McYang at 16-6 versus Brenson Ribeiro, 15-5. Very similar age, uh, 25 is McYang, and Ribeiro is 27, but uh, Ribeiro has a 6-inch reach advantage and a 1-inch height advantage. 
Barrio is the underdog at plus 105. Ming Yang is the minus 120 favorite. Let's look at the favorite. It's 10 and 13 by KO, 6 and 2 by submission in his career. This is actually his UFC debut coming in off the road to UFC win. Let me see. He's got a bunch of KOs here. Oh, wow. Um, going back in his career, one. Maybe it'd be easier to count the other ones. He's got what, 22 fights? Three of them went outside the first round. The other 19 have all been first round, um, either getting knocked out or getting knocked out. But his, uh, yeah, he's on a big wing streak here. He's actually won nine in a row, all ending in the first round, either by KO or submission, obviously. Uh, but yeah, this is his UFC debut. On the other side, Riberio. He's coming into this one. Three win fight streak coming in off of a knockout win in Dana White's contender series. He's nine and two by KO and six and two by submission. This one's gonna be close. I I, I wouldn't be upset either way, but I'm gonna take the favorite Ming Yang at minus one twenty. Next fight in the prelims, an undefeated Rinya. Nakamura, 8-0 versus Carlos Vera. Uh, Nakamura has a one-inch height advantage, and but actually has a one-inch reach disadvantage. The advantage goes to Vera. Vera, is, this is the biggest um, upset, pending upset on the card. Uh, Carlos Vera, plus 725. He's got a four-win streak, fight streak, win streak, making his UFC debut. He's 1-0 by KO and 5-2 and by submission. Uh, yeah, last two have been his wins have been by submission, and then two previous before that were by unanimous decision. Uh, Nakamura, eight no, like I said, he comes into this one a minus 1,100, minus 1,100 favorite on his third UFC fight uh, career. He too is a road to UFC champion coming into this one. Uh, five and zero by KO, one and zero by submission. It's hard. You're, I'm not going against the minus 1,100 favorite. Give me him to win this one. Next fight up on here, we're going to go to heavyweight. Marcos Rodriguez de Lima versus Justin Taffa. Uh, Justin Taffa is a plus 120 underdog at 7-3. and three. The favorite, de Lima, 21-10-1. Uh, both gentlemen are similar height, similar, very similar reach, about an inch difference for both of those. Let's look at Justin Taffa. 7-3, uh, and three, like I said, all seven wins have come by knockout. One loss, uh, one of his losses came by KO. The other have come by decision. He has a no contest a couple starts ago against Lane, which we had a rematch, and he knocked out in two, uh, the first round in UFC 293. On the other side, De Lima, 13 and two by KO, four and six by submission, two and two in his last four. Uh, I like Justin Taffa in this one. He looked great in his last fight. And uh, my first uh, underdog on the card I'm going to take here. And the last fight, the main event in the prelims anyway, the main featured event. This, I'll be honest, this is the only fight I don't have pre-picked as I'm recording. I was just going to pick it as I look at it here. Uh, we have Amanda Lumos and Mackenzie Dern. Very similar records. Mackenzie Dern, 13-4. My Lumos is 13-3-1. Uh, both women are 5-4. Five, uh, five feet, 4 inches. Uh, there's a two-inch reach advantage to Lemos. 
in a six-year age gap uh, favoring Lemos in this one is two. Mackenzie Dern is the underdog at plus 110. She's 0-1 by KO, but 7-0 and by uh, by submission. She's won, let me see, she's 2-2 two two in her last four. She's coming off a knockout loss to Jessica Andre in the second round. Before that, she's a unanimous decision win over Angela Hill. Uh, you know, it's definitely she was definitely in the top contender fight. Uh, Dern is number seven ranked in women's strawweight, too, by the way. Uh, she's taking out Lemos, who's number three in the division in women's strawweight. She is the minus 130 favorite. She's also two and two in her last four. She had a belt champ against Wheelie uh, in UFC 292. Went the distance, but just, just yeah, wasn't enough. She, too, lost to Jess Condre. A few fights to go. So these women are both trying to get back into the belt conversation. Oh. Let me see here. Lemos 8-1 by KO. 3-1 by submission. You know what? Give me Mackenzie Dern. Um, at num number 7 rank, Mackenzie Dern in this one. Um, yeah, to win it. Got to type that out because of my notes I had didn't decide yet. And that will be on to the main card. The main event starting off here, we have middleweight. A lot of middleweights. Anthony Hernandez, 11-2. Also the minus 245 favorite. Takes on Roman Kopliov at 12-2 and, and a plus 200 underdog. Uh, let's look at the dog first, Roman he is 12-2, 11-0 by KO, though. Oh, my goodness. And 0-1 by submission, however. He was in the UFC, or he is a UFC fighter here. Uh, making one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh straight fight in the UFC here. He's 4-2, currently a four-fight win streak. His last win, last fight was in uh, Uf uh, Noche UFC. Got a second-round knockout. Before that, he got a second-round knockout as well in UFC 291. Uh, yeah, looking good in this fight. This one should be a great fight to start the card. But on the other side, Hernandez, the favorite. And minus two, uh, two forty favorite. That's not a easy. That's not a like a little favorite. That's, that's getting up there. He's got uh, four straight wins as well. He's two and one by KO, seven and one by submission. He also is number 15 ranked. Give me Anthony Hernandez at minus 240 in this one. I'm feeling like I'm taking too many favorites, but that's okay. Uh, they're favorites for a reason, right? I, I feel like that when I do my horse racing picks too. You can only take so many favorites, but yeah, you just got to do it. Uh, the next one here, Bantamweight. Henry Quijoto versus Merhab. Oh, that's old name. Daveshavili. I butcher last names. I apologize. Um, we'll go Merhab and Henry. There we go. On Henry, he's 16-3, and three, the plus 185 underdog. On the other side, Merhab is the minus 225 favorite at 16-4. and four. The American, Henry Cujoto, uh coming off a fight, loss to his last fight was UFC 288, where he lost the belt to Sterling. But before that, he, you know, had the belt for a while in bantamweight. Wow, former champ, currently ranked number three. But on the other side, Merhab, the Georgian fighter, not from Al like not from Atlanta, but the country Georgia. 
he uh you know he's getting he's on the rise here he's um he's one oh my goodness one two three four five six seven eight nine fights in a row all of those been in the ufc had two losses to start his ufc career and then has had nine in a row three and oh by ko one and one by submission he's able to go the distance give me the number two ranked merhab at minus 225 like i said oh my god too many favorites here three fights left to go jeff neal and ian gary in the welterweight Gary, 13-0, minus 230 favorite, ranked number 10, versus the number 8, Jeff Neal, at plus 190. 14-5 is his record. Gary's got the height advantage by about 4 inches, but is at a, a half an inch reach of disadvantage for how much the half of an inch matters. The underdog, Jeff Neal, 14-5, like I said, 8-1 by KO, 2-2 two two by submission, 2-2 two two in his last four. <clears throat> His last loss came to a third round submission in UFC 295. And that he's got a knockout win before that, and then a couple decisions. Um, on the other side, Gary. Um, I don't like his I don't like his smack talk. But anyway, Gary 13 and 0, 7 and 0 by KO, 1 and 0 by submission. Just just I give me Gary. Minus 230. Again, I feel like it's way too many favorites, but maybe some things will change here as we get to the co-main event and middleweight. Number six, Paulo Costa takes on number three, Robert Whitaker. Both men are very similar in height, age, and reach. Paulo Costa, the underdog, at plus 195, 14 and 2, while the favorite Whitaker minus 240 sits uh, 25 and 7 in his record. Let's look at Whitaker here. Last law fight came to the loss to Drakus Duplessis. In UFC 290, uh, before that he had a win against Vittori, a unanimous decision, and then before that lost his belt chance against Izzy Adesanya by unanimous decision. Uh, but he is 10 and 3 by KO and 5 and 1 by submission. On the other side, Costa. What is his? Uh, 11 and 1 by KO and 1 and 0 by submission. He too lost a belt chance against Izzy Asanya back in 253, back in 2020. Uh, hasn't done a lot of fighting since then, though. He That was September 2020. He fought Izzy Asanya, took almost a whole year off, came back in October 23rd, fight Vittori lost. Then another almost year off as he fight fought um, Rockhold. And that was a win in your decision. And that was in almost a year and a half. Doesn't really fight a lot as of late. However, give me the fresh fighter, Costa, number six here to get the win. Um, I just didn't like Whitaker against Drakus Duplessis. Uh, that one that one, I'm not very confident in. But, yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Not super confident in that one. But we'll take it. Now let's go to the main event. Belt championship fight for featherweight Alexander the Great Volonovsky takes on Ilya Taporia, undefeated Ilya Taporia. He's also the underdog at plus 105. Volonovsky's minus 125. Taporia third ranked, obviously taking on the champion. Let's look at the third ranked. Ilya Taporia steals the belt. How disrespectful is that? Uh, undefeated. 4-0 by KO. 8-0 by submission. 12 fights have been ended by stoppage. His last fight went the distance, though, against Emmett. Five rounds all the way through back in June of last year. Before that, he beat Bryce Mitchell by submission late December. Give me Volonovsky here. Let's take a look at Volonovsky. 26-3 and 
And two of those losses, though, come to Islam. So, you know, and one was on very, very short notice. Uh, so if you take that out, when was his last? His one and only loss to anyone not named Islam came on May 9th, 2023, or 2013. Um, so, you know, way back then. So then he's been pretty perfect since then. And it's hard to beat Islam. And once was by decision, to be fair. And the other one, and that was a close one. And then the other one gets knocked out on very short notice. Volnowski 13-2. and two. The old man's got three submissions, though. Um, I love his video. I love him falling asleep on the press conference. Give me Volnowski to win this fight. So, again, real quick recap. Early uh, The prelims. Give me Maverick at minus 180. Elliott, minus 320. And Barlow at minus 200. Ming Yang at minus 220. Nakamura, minus 1100. Justin Taff at plus 120. And Mackenzie Dern at plus 110. And I am 14-3 and three in prelims. And let's go to the main card. Give me Anthony Hernandez, minus 240. Merhab at minus 225. Ian Gary at minus 230. Costa, plus 195. And the reigning champ, Alexander Volonovsky, 125. On a favorite. And my main record, 13-8. and eight, Putting my whole record at 27-21. and 21. Uh, thank you for everyone who joins me here. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, whatever you can do on whatever platforms. I'll be back next week to talk about probably one of the most exciting cards I'm looking forward to that's not a mate, not a pay-per-view. Mexico City, UFC, Fight Night, Marino versus Roy Val 2. I'm very excited for that one. A lot of Mexican fighters, a lot of South and Central America fighters. It'll be a great time. Mexico always shows up for those fights. And then the week after that, we'll be back for another Fight Night at the Apex Um Ooh, that one looks early. Ooh, that one starts early, it says, according. It says it starts at... Maybe the times are different because it was supposed to be in Saudi. But currently, it says it's supposed to start at 1 Eastern time, the prelims. And the main card starts at 4. A little early, but that's okay. Uh, what's the fight night one? Oh, yeah, the, the the Mexico City fight night. That's more of a normal pay-per-view. 6 prelims, and or uh, 7 p.m. prelims and 10 p.m. start time. And then, yeah, then 299 is the week after that in March and... We've got lots of stuff to go on. Wait, was it 13 straight weeks of, of of cards? And it'll be great. So make sure to join me again next week. If you want to check out football, my football stuff, CF Countdown. And also check out my horse racing stuff, Harness News Update, and check out HarnessLink.com. You can find everything I'm doing on X at Trey Harness Link. Make sure all the betting odds we have are on Bet99. They are subject to change. And make sure you keep it a game. Don't, uh, yeah, keep it a game. Keep it fun. Bet responsibly. Until next week, see ya.